0: Blog
1: Talk Radio You're listening to Connect on blogtalkradio.com. Catch us on the web at umconnect.info. Welcome to this latest episode of Connect. I'm Michael Rich, and I'm the Web and Communications Manager for the Western North Carolina Conference. And today we have a very special episode of Connect. We have some guests on by phone, and we're talking about that big game between Carolina and Denver. And we're not just talking football here. We're talking about a big food drive. So we have on the phone today Nathan Arledge from Myers Park, United Methodist, Brian Matier from Providence, United Methodist in Charlotte, And then we also have the instigator of it all, Brad Lorvick from Highlands United Methodist Church in Denver. So welcome to the show, guys.
2: It's good to be here. Happy to 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 represent Myers-Bart.
1: Good morning, guys. Good to have you all here. And so we've got Brad Lorvick on the phone. Tell us how this whole big challenge began.
0: You know, it actually started back in 2014 when the uh, Broncos made it into the big game versus Seattle. I hopped on Facebook that night. We were all excited for the team, and I was like, hey, anybody in Seattle want to do a church-on-church food drive? That sounded fun. And I had a couple of colleagues respond, and then a couple more colleagues respond, and then a couple of my Denver colleagues responded, "Well, we want in on this, and before we knew it, it was the entire city of Denver versus the entire city of Seattle. And then it even grew a little bit more than that, and uh, we had, what, 80-some drop-off sites back in 2014, and it was really neat to just watch how much people – wanted to be a part of something like this. So, uh, as the postseason started moving in for the Broncos this year, I uh always pay more attention as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. And uh saw the Broncos making it in, making it in. When it got down to the final uh four teams, I sort of highlighted a couple names of people I knew in each one of those cities. Um so that even if we didn't make it in, I could I was, you know, I had a colleague in Boston ready to roll. Um and then we made it. And so I started getting folks excited, and then I had to sit down and watch one more game to see if it was going to be Phoenix or if it was going to be the wonderful people of Carolina. And uh, I'll tell you, it would have been easier to take on Phoenix. Let's just be clear. Uh, When it comes to the United Methodist presence, uh, you guys out there have such an amazing, amazing network of churches and people. You guys are one heck of an opponent there in the Carolinas. So I'm excited. To to come into this with a with a group that's really able to do some good in the world with this, it's going to be so fun.
1: Well, Brian, I think you were the first one, I, at least I saw on Facebook, that was uh, linked to to Brad's challenge. Uh, tell us what you did when you figured that out uh, that we were challenged here in Western North Carolina.
3: Well, I, myself, like many others, were were, were watching the Panthers uh beat Arizona and I, I had my phone sitting nearby and it it just began to buzz and I looked at it and I've been uh been tagged on Facebook by a, a, a friend of um of mine that is also uh, in connection with with Brad and um that was kind of the origin uh for my involvement in it and then uh, ultimately our church's involvement um it, it one of the things that that has just rung true through this whole whole process is is just the connectional nature of the United Methodist Church and and how um, Mm -hmm. connections upon connections have have just um, inspired uh, this whole effort um, across the Carolinas and in Denver.
1: Very cool. And Nathan, uh, tell us about your involvement, because uh, I I think it was uh, James at uh, Myers Park that was in on that first challenge, and how did you get involved in all of this, and I think you were one of the first people I saw an email from. Um.
2: Yeah, so um, James texted me the night after the Panthers handedly um, destroyed Phoenix, such as Carolinas are going to do to Denver in this food challenge. And he said, hey, look, we got challenged to um, collect more food than Denver, and we have this opportunity to really get involved in this big movement. And so I said, all right, well, um, we'll touch base in the morning, and I it's kinda of just you know, it was, it was late and I was um getting ready for to go to bed and I woke up and I just saw it all over Facebook. I was like, Oh my gosh, we gotta get involved and get on this now so that we can really make an impact, um, and assist our food and secure neighbors as um Denver did so well in twenty fourteen and such a such a fun opportunity to engage church in a different way and to Represent that in a, in a creative way was um, just something that we all wanted to be a part of.
1: Very good. Now, Brad, I know that you have the advantage over us in one thing, and that you've done this before, and based on your website, you have quite a network going. Uh, it doesn't only include Denver churches. It includes like four states' worth of churches. Um, uh, well, see, this tell is us a little where, bit about little different network Oh, uh, I so, hear about our guys.
0: So, yeah, this is, uh, this is where it's different being a Methodist in the West, uh, where you guys have multiple conferences in a single state. My conference, the Rocky Mountain Conference, is all of Colorado, all of Utah, and two-thirds of Wyoming. And our bishop also oversees the other third of Wyoming and Montana. So we've got – I mean, this is my conference. That's where I itinerate is Colorado, Wyoming, Utah. There's even a shot at Montana. And so if I put a note out on the conference email, it's not just Denver. It's not just the front range. It's everybody. And so it's neat to see that connection. The other nice thing is uh, Broncos country is one of the phrases the team has been using. And it's been nice not to just say it's a Denver thing. It's a Broncos country thing. (laughs) And we've got folks all over the place who love and and connect around that, and it's been exciting. Um, We do have a good network. It's neat to see it grow beyond churches. Uh, The Adventist hospitals in Denver are collecting. Uh, There's a couple – there's Slimgenics. Uh, weight loss centers. They're using uh their locations. It's just been absolutely fantastic to see. I had a ten year old here at the church come up on Sunday and say, hey, can my school collect food too? And I love watching it grow and, and those kinds of pieces. So we're watching um we're watching That's people great. get connected and get involved in just the most beautiful way.
1: Well tell us about our network. Now one thing that I know um, the Rocky Mountain Annual Conference, I think, with all those states involved, you have about four hundred United Methodists uh here in western north carolina- four hundred United Methodist churches. We have about eleven hundred churches here uh in western north carolina um now, as of um Friday, we only had eighty eight of our eleven hundred churches sign up for the challenge um that's uncertain has changed now, so um uh, Uh, Brian and Nathan, tell us what you know about our network and how it's grown in the last week.
3: Yeah, so um, yesterday uh, I found out that we have uh, 122 churches signed up, but uh, we had an additional 30 churches sign up uh, just after that uh, initial 122 count just yesterday. So uh, the word is spreading fast, you know. um, uh, Denver churches did have a jump on us, but we are responding quickly and, and generously. So, uh, you know, uh, not just the, the Western North Carolina Conference is involved, but we are the Carolina Panthers. So the North Carolina Conference is also involved in the South Carolina Conference as well.
2: Okay. Yeah, and, 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 it, and it continues to um, grow greater and greater in Charlotte um, we know we we got this word out to one of the major um, food pantries here called Loaves and Fishes and they said oh my gosh how can we help how can we really jump in on this and we know we have over 40 Harris Teeter um, grocery stores that have put two barrels out Um, The Scouts are really excited about this, and so the Boy Scouts had a collection already geared up, and they said, hey, we'll just go ahead and um, give you our number count um, for this wonderful um, challenge. Um, We have a big corporation park um, down in the southern part of the county called Ballantine Corporation Park. Um, They are collecting and they're putting into this. And what's really, really cool is to really see the ecumenical um, spread. So the Presbytery of um, this area in Charlotte really caught wind, and so that spread across the state. So it's Presbyterians now challenging Presbyterians in Denver. Um, The Episcopalians have caught wind of this, so they're challenging the Episcopalians in the Denver area too. So just to really know that, you know, the hands and feet of Christ are, or at work, you know whether it's um just the Methodist Church or going abroad um has been really cool and something special to be a part of. And the biggest celebration, I think, was last week when uh, Society of St. Andrew's Gleaning Ministry said, Yeah, we want to be a part of this, and made that huge contribution of 45,000 pounds of sweet potatoes uh, to those and I'll fishes. I'll tell you, that,
0: that riled up some, uh, some folks. I out bet here. it did. It was really wonderful.
2: It was yeah, what a great good. motivation.
0: I love the idea. The more successful you guys are, the more successful it makes people want to be Absolutely. out here.
2: Absolutely. I was Absolutely. at the Colorado
0: Legislature yesterday. And uh, the the speaker in the in the, to talk to in the house, and then we had the folks over in the Senate mention it, and I tell you, some of the senators from rural Colorado were like, "Wait a second, perishables are on the table. I can talk to my farmers." It was just wonderful to see the network really of people great. get excited and want to help feed people. Um, that's that, one of my favorite yeah. things about this entire process is um the secular nature that it that it, it opens up to. There are folks walking into churches with donations who didn't even know there were churches in their neighborhoods because they're hopping on the website, they're finding out where a drop-off location is. They're like, oh, here's this place full of people that want to help others. It's right in my neighborhood. I didn't realize that. That is, I mean, that's, that to me is what ministry looks like, is inviting people to participate in something bigger than themselves, connecting with a community that just wants to love on the world
1: very
3: nice you know the, the other fun piece of this had, for me um i mean it's all been fun and exciting and and, and really great to be a, a part of but uh I, I was able to do a a news interview uh yesterday with uh Lows and fishes and uh some of their representatives and they were just extremely and incredibly excited about this effort um they they said they had just been talking about as as a as a, a board how they were going to um you know they thought they might have to cut back on some things and and this has just been a tremendous blessing to them. So, you know, it 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 has so many um uh, so many uh just arms of of how it supports the community and and agencies and churches and and just the whole entire effort of of this and and jumping on the excitement of the Super Bowl and and the excitement that people have for the Panthers. It's just been a an incredible win for everybody.
1: No doubt an incredible win. Let me take a quick break. I'm going to play a 30 second commercial. We'll be right back and we're going to talk about uh, how folks can get involved at this late stage in the game. So uh, take a break, fellows, and we'll be back in 30 seconds.
3: The United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina is a ministry of the church for the church whose mission is to build the church for generations to come. We fulfill this vision by investing in people as well as helping churches and related institutions. Invest the financial resources that God has given to them all. My name is David Snipes, and we look forward to the day when you give your United Methodist Foundation a call.
1: And you can find out more about our United Methodist Foundation in Western North Carolina at the sponsor page on the show's website, which is umconnect.info. So, uh, how does the response look so far from, uh, from Denver? Um... You have any idea of what you've uh, collected so far, Brad?
0: You know, this is the thing—we haven't counted yet. Last time we did this, I tried to do what I call a halftime report and have folks send me numbers halfway through. And it—and it's just tough to get folks to to, to count twice. Uh, so a lot of this we just take on faith, and we know that folks are seeing people walk in the door. We know we see piles of food growing. Um, we've had a really good uh, response from local media; has been very supportive. Uh, the Denver City Council made us part of their meeting and and did some promo for us. As I mentioned, the legislature yesterday um, inviting all of Colorado. I hear the governor's working on a little something for us today. So we've got that kind of response and energy. So uh, it's been neat to see. We had to move. We used to collect food in the entryway of the the church here uh, in Highlands, and we couldn't do that this year because no one could get in the door. So we had to move it out to the garage so we had enough room to store all the food. It's been really, really exciting to see people get connected and be a part of it. And these next few days are actually the big push. And I'm sure the Carolina guys will tell you the same thing. Uh, It's not over. In fact, it's really just rolling. This weekend is going to be the big couple of days to receive the generosity our communities have to offer.
2: What about that's you guys? The, um, uh, that's the feeling that we have here too. We we know we've gotten uh, uh thimbles full of um what we hope will just just keep on blowing the um doors wide open with the donations. Um we had Lowe's and fishes truck here this morning, um and the guy who works there he says, Oh my gosh, this is easily over six and a half tons worth of food. Um and so just, just to hear that um sheer number is just astounding. Um, again, it's just the response of the people just knowing that there are food insecure neighbors and they don't want to see it happen anymore. Um, we've got contacts um, down at the, the Ballantine Corporation Park, like I said earlier, and just trying to get a grasp on how much they have already taken in, but they they say that they're just going to continue to pull in until the very last minute on Sunday that they're able to um, just to know that just people want to continue to um, get these cans in, and we're just looking for that last huge rush um, all across the state um, of North Carolina and also South Carolina.
1: So how can a church get involved this late in the game? Uh, what do they need to do if uh, they haven't uh, taken the challenge so far?
2: Oh, it's simple. All you have to do is, um, for us, go to the Western North Carolina um conference the united methodist church's website you'll see the keep pounding logo um, sign up there or just start collecting for your local food pantry and just keep a tally of it um, and submit those numbers um, by sunday night and then we'll be able to report our final winning numbers to denver um, on monday
1: all right uh brian um you're sitting over there at providence united methodist and i know that y'all have had a big truck out in the parking lot um any tips or other suggestions for churches et cetera, to get the most food because you know we got brad on the phone here we want to make sure that he loses not only online but on monday so absolutely uh, what are some tips
3: yeah sure um you know just just get out there and um Look for the look for the best deals around that uh you can get the most canned goods for your for your money and invite your friends along, um, invite your, your church mates and um you know, just anybody that you come in contact with. It, it, you know, ultimately it's not about it's not about the churches and the competition but it's about uh helping people in the community and, and uh we're just trying to capture that excitement um uh, uh, of the Super Bowl to, to help to help folks and um so get out there, be generous, um be generous with your your um canned items if you uh would rather donate money we're also uh collecting money um for loaves and fishes as well. Uh, so that's an option if if you would um if someone would rather do that.
1: Okay. We're getting down toward the end. Uh I want to give everybody one final word. What what would you have to tell this audience? And I know that uh you know Brad is speaking to a bunch of North Carolinians today but because of social media this is gonna go out all over the place. Uh, Brad, what do you have to say as a final word?
0: You know, there is nothing better for me than watching people come together to do our work in the world, and it's amazing. I I love that you guys are going to be stiff competition. I don't mind feeling a little bit like an underdog. Um, It's something that energizes us and helps all of us do what we need to do out here, and that's take care of people and live out God's love for everybody. And so as we do this, I just want to say thank you, guys. Thank you for being willing to accept such a challenge and then help it turn into something that's big enough to make a difference, not just uh, in, in our world as pastors, right? It makes a difference for our communities to know where we are and how active we are and what's going on. Uh, but it also is going to make a difference on the tables of a lot of hungry people.
1: All right, Brian, you got a final word.
3: Uh, yeah, sure. Um Brad, uh, you know, just uh, I'm thankful for, for you guys' vision and for challenging us and uh for those of you that, that might be listening to this that aren't uh in the, the Carolinas or in um uh, the Rocky Mountain uh, Rocky Mountain Conference, um, you know, I encourage you to just get involved in your in your local communities, um and make a difference there as well. That's um that's uh keep this momentum going. Um not just through the super bowl but but beyond um so that we might be able to to be the hands and feet of Christ and and show the
2: love of Christ to others all
1: right and nathan you get the last word
2: well, again, just to echo these guys, I'm just thankful to be a part of this creative way to do mission and ministry. Um, and I encourage all churches that will listen to this, all persons that will listen to this, just to remember that um, ministry is fun. Um, living out our call to be strong disciples is joyful. And the more that we can do that, the more people we will help. Um, and just always rem- remember, hashtag live differently.
1: All right. So thanks for giving your time today, guys. I look forward to seeing how all of this turns out and find out just how many items of food that uh, our two areas will collect and how many people we can serve with that. Thanks for listening to us on Blog Talk Radio. This show will be available as a podcast later at our Blog Talk page and at the show's website, which is umconnect.info, and you're going to see it out on Facebook all over the place today. And we'll be back next week connecting United Methodists and their stories. Hang on, guys, and I'll talk to you offline. Thanks to our sponsors, the Western North Carolina Conference and the United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina. You can find out more about them on the sponsors section of the website, umconnect.info. I'm Michael Rich, and you've been listening to Connect. Alright,